Peace. Welcome back to the Real Revenue Show, where we discuss real business concepts that help you grow and scale any business model. We're your hosts. I'm Malcolm Bowser. This is Andre Trust, and we are back with you with another great topic. Um, today, we're going to be talking about whether um, it's better to take investors or to bootstrap your business. And we're going to be talking at, from a different, from a few different. Um, places like you know from beginner level to advance and wherever you are in your business so welcome andre thank you for being here again of course of course of always course. <laughs> how you been i'm good bro i'm good we're okay. we're going through a little transition period right now got you i'm, I'm losing both of my assistants oh no uh, nah but it's good reasons though yeah. it's good reasons um I, I planned for this for a while both of them are stellar Right. Um, I fully fully expected to lose both of them. I've had several conversations. It's not a shocker. Yeah. Um, one got a really good offer that I encouraged her to take, mm-hmm. and the other one, who's you know been my main assistant for like the past three years, you know, I think she was finally ready. Yeah. Um, I always joke because she's been my assistant, but she's an assistant to like a businessman. So by virtue of being my assistant, she's also a businesswoman, mm. and it, it just got to that point where I was like, hey. I think it's time that you start, you know, <laughs> this, this company. Like, I think this is a really good fit for you. And she was like, dang, like it is, it is a really good fit. I actually think I would be, and it was like, Mr. Miyagi, you know, wax yeah. on, wax off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, okay, like, you know, what's this? And she's like, oh yeah, that's just X, Y, and Z. You got to build a system. I was like, you're ready. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's, it's, time. <laughs> it's time. So I'm very happy for her. Like, Six months, she'll be making six figures. It's not even a thought in my mind. That's tough. Um, we have the setup, the structure, everything. She's rolling. Um, she even came to me. She was like, Andre, I didn't get what you were saying. But when I was starting, she was starting her LLC a few years ago. Yeah. And she had, like, the name of the company. And I was like, hey, I think you should switch it to, like, your name mm-hmm. and, like, consulting LLC because, like, you can consult for anything. Right. Right. But it, it, that'd be the parent company. And then you could do DBAs and... Mm-hmm own other companies underneath, but you need to have a parent company. And she was like, oh, I didn't really get it at that time. Right. But like I had did what you said, obviously, like I trust you. So I did what you said. And now years later, as I'm getting ready to like start this company, I'm like, dang, I got to do redo X, Y, and Z. And it's like, no, I don't. I just have to file the DBA. Like you said. Right. And I was like, thank yeah, you. Yeah. It was kind of, it was kind of funny. And I've, I've been coaching her and going through so it's kind of dope to see she's like a little sister to me that's dope so i think i think it's really cool to you know she hits me up like i got another client and i got another client like oh my god she's she just hit me up like five minutes ago like hey i have a meeting with the ceo that's um and i'm like hey this is how you close them yeah that's, <laughs> tough. that's, that's, that's super awesome I'm, I'm very excited to see how that goes for her super what's going tough. on with you man bro um right now we just um like tightening up loose ends for a couple of digital products we have coming out. Uh, and I'm excited about that. But you, you know the way where, like, you've been working on a project so long, like, the closer you get to finishing, it feels like it's further, it's actually, like, you're actually further, further from it. Yeah, man. Yeah. So every time I feel like, okay, we good. Something always pops up, like, oh, we do, we need this, we need this. But um, this is this goes back to a couple of our episodes before where, Right now, we're at the point where things don't need to be perfect. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm happy about that. We're all on the same page. Like they don't need to be perfect. They just need to work. Yeah. And then we're just gonna, you know, gonna go. And I'm excited. And it's like what I told you, bro. Like 
the customer is always going to tell you what they want, bro. Right, right. Might as well just, just get it to market. Same. Hey, that's, and, and that's, <laughs> right. Like, we just. The customer is going to tell you what they want. At this point, like, we just making sure, like, the systems don't break. You know what I'm saying? Like, technology, not what we did, but technology. Making sure, like, you know, autoresponders are working. Making sure these, like, the, the pages are working. The, the website is working. We just, that's all we're really doing right now. Other than that, we're yeah. good. Like, we, we've put in the pain, and I'm ready. You know what I mean? Ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready too, bro. You know what I mean? And I'm, re I'm ready to be a customer, bro. I'm ready. Yeah, bro, and I, I'm excited because, like, this right now, what, we, what we're doing, like, I thought about it. I'm just like, this is probably going to be, like, the crossroads in the business, rather, meaning, like, I can pivot and do this for the next few years to come, for the next five, you know, to, to, and I'm, I, I'm not worried, I'm not relying on just straight podcasting with my pops like this can branch off to so many different things and i'm just like i'm excited like, like you know what yeah. I'm saying? like it's another like piece of my life is about to start you know what i mean so i'm, I'm excited i'm I'm, I'm going through a pivot as well bro I, yeah. I, won't, I won't reveal i won't reveal it yet yeah uh, where 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 if i get this approved and i get this funding mm -hmm. yeah we we're we gonna go through a pivot as well uh, a couple things gonna change up bro i'm pretty excited yeah, and then you know what's crazy too, and this this might be a topic for another day. Like I'm 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 slowly like compiling it in my head, mm -hmm. but I took a course on content marketing, 2015, like when I just graduated, right? Yeah. And I had nothing to apply it to. I just my, my pops just kind of knew like, okay, we need to do, this is it's a skill that we might need to just take this course. It was bread, right? Mm -hmm. Took the course or whatever, and again had nothing to apply it to. So it was all kind of like. Chinese to me, right? I'm just kind of taking notes, just kind of mm -hmm. like you know understanding. I, I guess you know what I mean. Yeah. Fast forward, I, I stumbled upon the notes like the other day, right? Just in my in my office, I just stumbled upon the notes, and it all literally like, makes complete sense. And I'm just like, <laughs> yo, you know how much time I could have saved if I I'd have had these notes probably like three years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because and. I think that's probably one of like the um the biggest time wasters. I think entrepreneurs, especially newbie entrepreneurs like myself, were when it's like you read all these books and you have nothing to apply it to. You take these courses, you have nothing to apply it to, and yeah. you just kind of are reading and doing these things for nothing essentially. Not for nothing because all knowledge is great, but if you have nothing to apply it to, it's like what are you doing with it? Yeah, you know what I mean. So I was I was just like, damn, I could have saved so much time, but. You know, things happen and for pain, a reason. Pain. Yeah. Pain. That's 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 my biggest one. Just save time on pain. Oh right? my God. Bro. I'm pain. just like, yo, like stuff. I'm like, yo, I'm literally like, this makes complete sense now. And I could have actively used this a year or two ago. I'm just like, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? You live and you learn. So um, and that's one of my things where I'm trying to like what I'm doing now with, with the project we have now, I don't want people to run into that to where like they're learning these things that I'm teaching, but they have nothing to apply to. Apply so to, yeah. I'm trying to like, you know, uh, plug those holes to where like, that's not a, a problem. That's dope. I never thought about that perspective. Bro, I'm telling you, think about it. Like, of, we, of like, you know, of, of having that opportunity to be like, hey, I can see that you're not going to be able to apply this. So let me try to frame it in a way where you can just apply out the gate out the gate, exactly. versus seven years later. And it's like, dang, I could have, right. I could have been on this a decade ago. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, and you know, it's crazy too. And it's, an, it's another reason too. Like most of the people, like the big entrepreneurs and stuff like that, if you ask them what books they're reading, they're very specific books. They're not like the, 
overarching business books that everybody really talks about. They're very specific. Like if they are thinking about marketing, they're reading and devouring everything when it comes to marketing Marketing. itself. You know what I mean? If they're trying to get into um, like ads, they're just reading everything about ads. If they're trying to get into copywriting, they're reading everything about copywriting. And then they're able to kind of apply it to this. Like, okay, I'm working on a sales page, so I can apply this book to this. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's like me with systems. Exactly. Like I, I, I read like systems textbooks. Like, <laughs> like exactly. it's, it's very different from like a book that you pick up off the shelf. Right. It's like something that like a corporation made, you know, and it's and it's for somebody. You would have to focus on that niche so much that you you would know to even look in that direction to find something like exactly. that. Exactly. Like, <laughs> so I'm. That's that's the kind of where I'm working towards now. But other than that, man. Full steam ahead is about. It's about to be. It's about to be game time. It's about to be game time. You know. You know how I'm rocking. I'm always yeah. everything. I'm ready. You know what I'm saying. So let's get into this topic, man. Um, invest taking on investors versus bootstrapping, and this came to me because I was thinking about like just again, uh, the overall journey that I've taken with the podcast and the business I have with my pops and my stepmom, and we've had people like offer, like to put up money, $50,000, $100,000 towards a, a percentage of our company and things like that. However, when I thought about it, it just seemed like I'm working for you now, and I don't like that idea. So that's mm-hmm. always one of the reasons, especially starting out, Like, I, it feels like I don't really have enough leverage to stand on to where if we take on investors that I'm able to kind of throw my weight around as well. If At that point... When, uh, when people were looking to invest, we really did not really have a full working business model. So at that point, yeah. we would have been working for that for that investor. You know what I mean? Whatever they yeah. wanted, that's what we would have had to do. So that's kind of why I've always been a little jaded towards taking on investments. It just feels like at, at some yeah. point, I'm going to be working for you instead of this actually helping me grow my business model. And that could be me just being inexperienced and negotiating and things like that. So I've always kind of erred on the side of bootstrapping, but I understand how tough that can be as well. Like if mm. I had somebody else's money to work with, a lot of stuff would have been way easier. So what what are your thoughts on it? So I have I have mixed feelings about this, right? Because obviously I've ran through the full gamut of everything. Mm-hmm. So I always recommend in the beginning you always should bootstrap. I don't even think you should be looking for money. Just to be completely honest, right? Mm-hmm. That's a mistake I see with a lot of entrepreneurs. I was actually talking to, um, you know, my buddy the other day, and he's like, "Hey, you know, I'm, I'm gonna take on some investors." I said, "Investors for what?" Mm. He was like, "Yeah, you know, I just need more capital." I'm like, "Bro, capital for what?" <laughs> right? You, you still gotta explain. So there needs to be like steps. There needs to be like, you know, organization to why do you need the capital? So that's question number one. Is like, why do you need money? Right. Right. Rarely does money ever actually solve the issue. Mm-hmm. Like this is something that I didn't know for a while. Money is not really going to solve the problem. The The real win comes from like how well your concept is put together. Gotcha. So that is often free. Like you don't really, you don't really need, you know, absorbance of amounts of money in order to do that. Right. So I always recommend starting out the gate with bootstrapping and never give up percentages of your company ever, right? 
So I'm okay with giving up percentages down the line, mm-hmm. but there needs to be a specific set of criteria that kind of comes with giving up a percentage of the company. Right, right. A lot of people don't understand that taking on an investor that's inexperienced as well, who just has money is dead weight. Mm. That's another, that's a fast way to just dig a grave for yourself. So I always recommend bootstrapping out the gate because bootstrapping is one going to allow you to learn the business and forces you to be creative. Because like example, right? We're doing our podcast and stuff. How many times have I changed our background since we've started? Right. <laughs> right. And it's right. like, it's just me. It's just me experimenting around my office. Right. Like, right. I'm in a different location today. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm experimenting with the lighting and it's like, so what? Right. right. And, the, and the reason is, is because I'm making attempts before I spend money. Why would, mm-hmm. why would I want to, I don't care how much money I have. Right. Uh, the, the the goal in business is to not lose money. Like right. I'm never going to have too much money where, you know, I'm just spewing out money to spew it out. Like, nah, I run our books. Every single dollar is accounted for. And I'm going to make sure that that remains that way for as long as I'm in charge of money. Right. So a lot of people come out the gate and it's like, well, to start a podcast or to start something, I need the works. Nah, man, you need proof of concept, bro. Yeah. Like, need proof of concept. I tell people that all the time, man. I, and I've seen people like, you know, like example, like start their podcast by these big backdrops, super expensive mics. I'm just like, yo, you can get a USB mic on Amazon for $30. Bro, my Nexico, my Nexico camera right here is like $50 off Amazon. You get what I'm saying? Like you don't have <laughs> to, you don't need the works at that point. And you know, it's crazy too, because, and this goes... Uh, into like just watching other businesses at different levels because like they watch like Joe Rogan's podcast or something like that and think like dude I need a studio I need this I need that when if you watch his first couple podcasts they were in like a closet you know what I mean with cheap mics and cheap cameras it was dark lighting you didn't know what the hell was happening and then they gradually you know improved so that's what I think a lot of businesses they 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 kind of think like yeah I just need more money so my business could look like that off the bat and then just say like, that's the wrong way to think about it. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I don't think I don't I don't think people should be trying to. And you mentioned it right. You you mentioned uh, uh, a business model that works. Mm-hmm. Why are you trying to raise capital? You don't even know if the business model works. Right. Right. The best the best thing that you could do for a business right is get some revenue. Just get some revenue. Like, oh, but I don't have, just get some revenue. Like I started my real estate company once again out of my, my buddy's bedroom. Right. Right. His, his spare bedroom. Like that's what I started out. Just, just very simple, very straightforward. And our goal was, I'm not going to put a dollar into this. Mm-hmm. We didn't spend a single dollar until we made a dollar. Because if the concept and the idea is sound, then you should just be able to make a dollar if you can put, if you can sell yourself. Right. Right. If you can make people understand. So a, a big part of it, too, is, um, you know, when you're trying when you're trying to gain funds. Right. Mm-hmm. Is. And I'll, I'll ask you this question. Right. What do you think is like the main and this is not to put you on the spot, but, you know, I like to ask questions. Right. right, right. So. So what do you think is the main thing necessary to raise any dollar amount of capital, whether it be a thousand or 30 million? I think some type of uh, social proof, proof of concept, like some type of way, because if you're trying to, in my head, if you're trying to get money from an investor, they need to know I need to make my money, I'm going to make my money back. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so 
I need to know if this business even works. It's not just off of an idea, right? Yeah. So, so there's a couple things. Okay. But all of those things get like they all fall under one overarching thing. So it's like 10 specific things that you need to raise capital. Okay. They all are a part of one thing, which is just transference of certainty. Makes like sense. Like that's, that's, that's just all it is, right? Makes sense. I need to transfer my level of certainty to you. So however that's done, right? Whether mm. that be, I fly somebody out and we go to a dinner and I'm like, hey, listen, look at the city. What do you see? You don't see any businesses here. Right. Why? Because people don't have any money to to build these businesses up. But once these businesses get built up, we get abatements from from the city for taxes. Mm. We get X, Y, and Z. You would be the first. Like it, it, it's an immediate transfer of certainty. Like okay, this makes sense. It's logical. This mm. dude has clearly done his research, market research. He's clearly done the steps. He's clearly identified the players. He's clearly done every single matter of fact. Here, here's the here's the money, right? So, but I don't ever recommend raising capital just for capital ever. right like ever right so if you're going to give up a percentage of your company it better be to somebody who knows what what the hell they're doing right so like example um shark tank mm-hmm. right a lot of people I, like i'll talk to people when they're over they'll reference shark tank a lot like oh which the shark tank is completely fake by the way that's <laughs> Is that's not realistic at all. There's so much due diligence that goes into that process. Right, right. That like they, they obviously it's for entertainment. Right. <laughs> but like Shark Tank isn't what people think Shark Tank is. And that's that's exceptionally fake. That's like me walking in the bank and being like, Yep, I made two million dollars last year and I don't have any statements to prove it or, right, right. or anything to show. Like that just <laughs> doesn't work that way. But one of the things that people miss often, right? When when there's a deal and they have all the sharks, right? Mm-hmm is normally they pick a shark based on like his ability to sway he, he or she's ability to sway something right has nothing to really do with the money they all have money right but it's like mark cuban is a tech monster mm-hmm. right barbara cochran is a real estate, real estate. Uh, real estate animal so if i'm going to be doing something with real estate would i want a tech guy or would i want somebody a real estate guru mm-hmm. I'd, I'd probably want the real estate person so when you're raising capital it shouldn't be any different you might as well take a loan Right, I, I would say bootstrap, mm-hmm. then go loans, then take on an investor, and that has to be a strategic investor who brings value to the company and to the bottom line. And it can't mm-hmm. just be money. If it's just money, man, go somewhere else, go find it, go get a loan, go go try to do something else. Yeah, because bro, like getting an investor, it, it just seems like I'm getting shackled. Because again. When I was offered for a hundred thousand dollars in a percentage, I was just like, "Yo, I haven't even made a hundred thousand dollars yet." So, like, why the hell would I even give you that much leverage over something like we're really kind of just getting our footing on? So then I was just like, "Nah." It, the idea of it would just kind of sound like, "Nah, I'm okay," right? I just, you know, it something just didn't feel right about it because again, I felt like I'm now I'm gonna be working for you when the whole idea of us becoming entrepreneurs was to have some type of autonomy over what we're doing and to, to, to you know to learn but to just start now working for you to get your money back not with it and again like you said the the point you made about like somebody knowing your business if the person doesn't know what my business is or understand what I'm trying to do then defeats the entire purpose like I can go dust my resume off and go get a job at that point. And, and one of the things that's like, 
I want to like not overlook. I, I hope I don't lose my train of thought. It was important. Okay, good. But but essentially, when when you when you take on an investor early, you don't know what your comp- company is capable of. Mm. Right? You don't know what the value of your company is. You don't know if you gave a percentage away correctly. Right. So it's like imagine starting like I use your company as an example because it's infinitely scalable. I've mm. I've been telling you this for years. This is the most scalable thing on the face of the planet that you're doing. And I love it. I'm, I'm backing <laughs> it. You see, I've joined in yeah. with you. I'm, yeah. I'm getting coached by you. Uh, and we're going back and forth on coaching to to mm. build this up together, which I think is awesome. Yeah, right? it's five. Yes. But like you don't know what the worth of this company is. Right. This could be a seven hundred million dollar company, a billion dollar company. Right. So selling it early, like not selling it, but yeah. giving up ownership early to somebody who is purely monetary value. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even fathom that. Mm-hmm. Nobody has percentages in my company except me and my partner. Right. There's not a single person that has you don't get anything. Right. Right. Because we don't know where it can go. We don't know. I'm not um example, right? Like I did this a couple years ago and I had a couple people who was like, Andre, that was kind of weird. And I'm like, Well, why is it weird? But I'm gonna show you. So back in like 2017, I think, mm-hmm. I bought every single domain that had anything to do with my name. It's like Andre Trust, Andre right. Michael Trust, Michael Trust, MichaelTrust.com. <laughs> like I, I went crazy. I have like yeah. 300, like yeah. I don't have like 300 of them. I own all of them. Right. Because I don't know who Andre Trust is going to be 60 years from now. That's what, yeah, yeah. So, so imagine how painful... That'd be that like I hit it big and I'm everybody's like, oh, Andre's this great investor. And then I go to be like, go to AndreTrust.com and somebody some dude got is it. like seventy thousand dollars for yeah. seventy thousand dollars if you want your name back. Yeah. That's madness to me. Yeah. So in the beginning stages, you know, I, I take ownership of everything. I, that's my model. I mm-hmm. if, if I can touch it, I should own it. That's mm-hmm. just how I feel about it. I'm gonna own a percentage of everything that I use whether it's stocks, whether it's actual physical ownership of a company, whether it's like, you know, like clothing, I'm going to either own it or my friend is going to own it. There, right. There's, there's, there's no middlemen in anything that I do. Mm-hmm. And I try to cut them out immediately. Right. It's just, it just leaves money on the table. A lot of middlemen don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And I just get annoyed by it. So when you're factoring that into your business now, right. Or anybody's like thinking about long-term vision, mm-hmm. you have to always think as though your, your business is a multi, million dollar company mm-hmm. now you have to have a concept that that's you know right. scalable to that and if you don't then that's going to put you in a different predicament but i've had tons of i had i had this one uh i had this one kid he was like hey man i love what you're doing i'd love to give you fifty thousand dollars i said oh awesome you'd love to give me fifty thousand dollars what would that take and mm-hmm. he's like you know i'd want 39 percent of your company xyz <laughs> I was like, bro, what are you talking about? You don't even know what I do. You don't right. even know what the value of the company is. Right. $50,000 to a company, like, yeah, that's, that's, that's not even bro, payroll. 50, 000, like, 50000 bro, I spend like $70,000 on payroll, bro. Right, like, right. Like, you, you get me like, right. And, it, and it's, and it's, it's kind of annoying because it's, they didn't, they didn't take the, the that's what I meant by a shark tank. Mm. It's impossible because you need to have like, Real no, tangible sheets. No, no. So, I, so I, I read. I think Damon John, like in one of his books, he said like they cut those episodes down because they like one sit down is usually like all day. Like they usually going like really Yo, in, depth. In, in depth. And then the way the show like, cuts it out, it's just kind of like a few like glitzy moments. You know what I mean? So I don't like I don't I don't know. 
Yeah, so that's how I'm like, you know, but it's just always funny. I like to reference them. Obviously, those dudes are are winners in life. No, 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 (laughs) yeah, because like that that, that, that seems like super far-fetched. Like, you could just give me a presentation. I'm going to just give you all this money. And the the reason that I say that is because I have people come to me with that, man. Mm. I have an idea. I should just be able to get $5 million. You know how difficult, like, investors are, real good investors are Mm. extremely shrewd, whether Mm. it's five thousand dollars or ten million dollars or a hundred dollars they're gonna approach it with the same exact due diligence so Mm -hmm. i just want people to get that one you're probably gonna have to bootstrap because like just getting an investor is also not easy at all like that's not just something because it comes with credibility it comes with time it comes with you know and the more you bootstrap so this is another thing so i'll throw another nugget in here right i talk about setting the scene or setting setting yourself up to be investable, like somebody can invest in you. Right. right? What does that look like? People don't invest in companies. They rarely ever invest just, ah, oh, this idea is just miraculous. Mm. No, it's like the person running this is going to work 18 hours a day. They mm. believe in this. They're focused. They're locked in. Their whole family's on board. Yeah, man. There's no way that this dude could lose or this female could lose if we give them enough guidance. Mm. That's where the investments come from. It rarely comes from just unless you have like just a hitter of an idea per usual, right. like a Uber, yeah. you know, uh, uh, WeWorks, like something like that, where it's just like they'll take the idea and just replace you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But normally they're investing in the person. So in order to become that person that people are going to invest in, you need to be in it. Mm. Right? You need to be have you need to have taken your lumps. You need to have felt what it's like. You need to know how to hire an employee and be like, you know, what? I made a mistake on that employee. Mm. I made several mistakes on employees. Mm. I'm like, okay, I thought they were good, but they actually weren't good for X, Y, and Z reason. I, and it's my fault because I, I overlooked that. Right. So you need to take your, you need to be able to take your lumps and really learn from those lumps and then go get money. You don't really need, I'm a, if the idea is good and you have proof of concept, money will fall from the skies. Mm. Money will fall from the skies. And if you do it correctly, which means, you know, I always say this, two years of tax returns, preferably three. Mm-hmm. 250,000 in revenue showing growth year over year, bro. You go to a bank, get any dollar amount. You, you could quote me on that. I don't care <laughs> anyone says, right? And if somebody wants to be in the comments, like, oh, that's incorrect. It's not. I, I, I'm living proof that it's not. And all of my business partners are living proof that it's not. It's, it's, um, it's not. It, and all of my mentors are living proof that it's not. Like, this is not like paper. This right. is real deal execution and, and, and seeing what happens. Right. Bro, you walk into a bank having two to three years tax return, 250,000 in revenue, showing growth over years, they're going to look at you and be like, what do you, how much do you want? <laughs> how much do you want? Yeah. Because that's how they make their money. I try right. to get people to understand that a bank doesn't make money from just having the money. The bank right. makes money from lending it. Right. So what they're looking for is a transfer of certainty. So if you can walk into the bank and say, hey, man, I'm stable. I'm a no-brainer. I'm mm. boring. I'm going to make that payment every month. Yeah. It's going to get made no matter what. It's going to get made. They're going to give you the money. It's actually, you know what's crazy, bro? Now that we talk about money and stuff, like mm. it's actually easy, easier to go to a bank and get $5 million than it is to go to a bank and get $70,000. Mm. Like, I'm night and day difference easier. Mm. And the reason is, is because, like, they're thinking big. It's like, hmm, do I want $70,000? And bro, I guess I'm going to net, like, 2000 Right. Or do I want to give it to somebody who's 
you know, certain five right. million, I can make, I can make two off that. Oh yeah, let's go ahead and do this mm. all day long. They're ready to. Uh, they're they're so ready. Russ and, talks and, and, about that. And don't the like the the loan offices like don't they get a percentage of that as well? Like, yep. Yeah. So, so they want to find people. Yeah. So yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, right, yeah. so I've had tons. I've had tons of people come to me like, "Oh, the banks aren't, the banks aren't friendly." I said, "Okay, what are their criteria?" What do you mean criteria? I went in there, and my idea was good. It's like you didn't even read their criteria. Every single bank, if you go to the bank website right now, pull it up. They have the criteria on the bottom. Mm. Like, hey, this is what an approval looks like, and rarely do I see anybody just read that. And I told you about my mentor, right? And he he's out in Atlanta, killing it. He told me, Andre, you're talking too much. Shut up. Mm. Put your head down. Income producing activity for two to three years, depending on how you feel. Two to th- in that window of two to three, if the idea is good enough, they'll bang with you. If it needs some more work, they'll push you to three. Right? Mm. 250000 in revenue. Growth year over year to the bottom line. Whether it be, you know, net, net. Profit at the end of the year is ten thousand. Then the second year, net profit is twenty five. That's mm. growth over years, bro. And see me in three years, and I guarantee you that every single bank is going to give you money. Uh, and I was like, all right, cool. This dude is clearly super successful. I'm right. not questioning nothing that he has to say. I did it, and it was just, yo, what, what, what do you need, <laughs> right? So, but, but the criteria is, uh, like, I want people to reapproach how they view these things. You can call, you can even call the bank and be like, hey, man, what's your criteria? Well, we want a 650 credit score. Mm. We want X, Y, and Z. We want this, two years tax. They'll tell you. And be like, hey. And then all you got to do is be like, okay, team, let's bring it in. These are the things we need. And if we get these things, then instead of giving up a percentage of our company, because you're going to owe someone either way. Mm-hmm. Right? If you owe an investor, though, they're not going to play about that money. Right. But if you owe the bank, they're not going to play either. But... There's actually a lot of uh, the reason that banks be so careful with their lending is there's a lot of ways to not pay that back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of ways to just be like, well, I'm, I'm bankrupt. Yeah. Mm. Or like I, I did X, Y, Z. The company went under, bro. I, I'm going to take the hit for five years on my credit score and be back. Like, but with an investor, they're not going to let that go away. They're going to come after your personal assets. They want right. personal guarantees. They it's, it's a lot more drastic. Now banks are getting more savvy and right. A lot of them want, but if you're if you have good standings, they don't really require as much, um, in, in those terms. So, those are some of my thoughts, bro. As I look back on it, and I wish I could have kind of, I kind of wish I would have went for loans earlier. Mm. But that's just me, though. I knew the idea would work. I was yeah. just kind of like, I don't want to have to owe anybody early. Um, but I would say on your first one, go bootstrap, mm-hmm. and on your second one third business, fourth, if you have them, yeah. you should know exactly what you're doing at that point to just come in the gate with loans. And Cause you know, it's crazy through. because like, um, like my mom has a great idea mm-hmm. for a business. Great idea. And when she told it to me, right, she told it to me, I'm like, okay, you know, that's dope. Cause you know, Malcolm, you know, and my, my brother's an entrepreneur too. Like you know, my son's an entrepreneur. So she's telling us, she, she told us and like I don't think she even realized like how great of an idea it was to kind of, and then I was just kind of like I called her back one day and with mad ideas and she was just like oh my god I didn't even think I'm like all right and this is only for only from experience the experience I've gained to this point you get what I'm saying 
So now when I start to work with her, because like me and her, me and her, and my brother, we about to start like just start, you know, laying the groundwork, start cooking a little bit. And yeah. we were talking about it and she was just like, Wow, you know a lot. I'm just like, that's only because of the experience I've gained to this point to where if like you said, with a loan for her stuff, I can kind of see that better than just taking on investors right away. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's like, so, and, and another nugget that I'll give away, right? And this is like the key. This is just the key, like, mm. take it what, for what it is. This has been working for me and I'm going to continue to use it, right? So I hit people up and I pay them to talk to them, mm-hmm. right? So like I did this with John Henry, shouts out to John Henry, absolute monster. I just hit his DM one day. It was like, bro, can I pay you? Mm. And he was just kind of like, you can. <laughs> You know, nobody's really like, yeah. And then he kind of put out a thing after he was like, you know what? The next, the next, whatever amount of people that hit me up, I'm going to do it for $50 mm-hmm. just to kind of see. Yeah. And so I'm one of the first calls or whatever. And he ends up like liking me or whatever. And we had like a really good exchange. He's a really dope dude, mm-hmm. extremely intelligent. Um, and once again, kind of going back to that college, you know, uh, right. The, the college episode never went to college was a mm-hmm. doorman like but like it's a apex predator right now mm-hmm. right so we're speaking and he's like yeah you know because i followed him from harlem capital and they they have raised like 30 million dollars right and i'm like yo how do you guys plan to invest like and it's not to be facetious or anything like that but right. like 30 million dollars in investing is not that much right so i'm like like how like what do you how do you guys plan it and he just dropped a gem on me that i paid for Right, he just gave me the answer. He's like, "What, yeah. are, you, what are you talking about? The thirty, the thirty million dollars is the ten percent down that we need to go get the loans from the banks. So thirty million dollars at ten percent—that's three hundred million dollars, buddy." Yeah, yeah. I said, oh, "What? Yeah. You don't even need the full amount." The bank, like, he was like, "Yeah, the banks would just give it to you." Like, the ideas have to be sound; they have to be right. good, or mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But you just need the ten percent or whatever the amount the bank wants as the down payment. So $30 million is $300 million. So if you raise $300 million, that's actually $3 billion. Yeah. I said, oh, okay. I heard you now. <laughs> I heard you now. I heard you now. I didn't, I didn't hear you, bro. Yeah. I hear you now. Right? But that comes from once again. So I'll tie that back to this now, right? Is in the beginning, you need to spend money on... We, we, and we talked about this in mm-hmm. the market research episode, right? But I'll, I'll, I'll give another perspective. You should be paying people in the beginning. It's just going to save you so much money. Just pay somebody who knows what they're talking about to just review yourself. Yeah. Right? Go scrape up $500 and offer it to somebody who you genuinely feel like they're no- they know what they're talking about. And that $500 can save you thousands and thousands of dollars plus thousands of hours of pain. Mm-hmm. So w- before I start anything, I interviewed 300 waiters, bro. Mm. Just like, what do you think about the waiter industry? Why doesn't it work? Why is the turnover so high? Mm. What do you guys feel? Is there health health insurance involved? Like, I'm asking everything before right. I even spent a dollar on a restaurant. Then I'm like, hey, bartenders, well, what could make it better? Well, we feel like there's no creativity. We're just we're just spewing out drinks that don't matter. Right. And we always get chastised. So, like, a part of the feel at Flavor Hills is, like, you come in, you get an authentic bartender experience, bro. Mm-hmm. We were in there the other night, <laughs> and because we opened up for, like, hookah now. We, we have, like, a lounge in the night now. I peeped that. I peeped that. Which was really dope, by the yeah. way. Yeah. 
So I'm in there. I just got back from a trip. So I was in there and I'm like, okay, it was my first weekend seeing it. So I wanted to see it in, in action. Mm-hmm. So I get my section, I go in there and I'm just kind of like looking around and everything is dope. The lights are hitting, the music is. And Nancy, our, our, our mixologist, she comes over. She's like, hey, Andre, I see that you're back. And she has like the tray, the, the plate in her hand, mm-hmm. like where like the carrier. Yeah. And she just like slides it down. Woodfern Wood on the rocks is my drink. Mm. She has three of those because I'm with two of my other buddies. Mm. She slides the drinks. It looks all dope. She throws the shit in there. Like she throws the uh, the, the cherries in there. Yeah. And it was just like, and she just looked and was like, I'll be back. I have some more things for you to try. I thought that was so fire because yeah. it wasn't the experience just because I'm the owner. Right. That's really who she is. Right. That's what I was looking for because all the bartenders want to be that. Right. They want to show off their skills. They want to be the most elite of bars. So like learning all of these things up front, I just asked them questions. I was mm. just going around asking people questions and they were just giving me the answers as to what they want. And I got that proof before we even got in. So now that I know every single thing is wrong, there's no way that the business can fail if I just implement those things. Right. But now I'm more willing to go get a loan or more willing to go transfer certainty because it's like, hey, this is going to be our cutting edge. This is how we 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 stand apart from everybody else. So don't t- I, I don't think anyone should take any money or give up any portion of their business in the beginning stages before you have a solid foundation of what you're looking at. Do you have a number like to say like until you hit this? Um, don't honest honestly. Until proof of concept is in my mind thirty thousand. Okay. Like if thirty thousand could come into your company. No matter if you're spending it on whatever, mm-hmm. but if thirty thousand could come in, I feel like, honestly, if you could make thirty thousand, you could probably make that. That puts you at a crossroad. So I would say thirty thousand puts you at a crossroad. Mm. Thirty thousand dollars is like, is that thirty thousand dollars a pain, mm. or can we systemize this and and can we make this better? Right. Right. Because example, like I started in real estate. Real estate checks are nice checks, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But the issue is, is a lot of agents don't run it like a business. They, they're like, well, I could just do it all myself and keep the money. Right. right? Hmm. Nah, if I'm getting a $10,000 check, right? If I can close 20 in a month, mm-hmm. then 200,000 in a month. Right. And that's not some far-fetched stuff. Like right, there's, right. there's people out here doing that. Right. But I'm like, but I also want to live my life. And be able to enjoy the money. So I'm okay with half mm-hmm. and get a full staff. Right. So that's how it, it should kind of get looked at. But because it's like, okay, is this something that can be scalable? Is this something that, you know, can, can it be uh, replicated, duplicated? Mm-hmm. Can, can I put other people in position to have them make money as well, but also have them want to sustain and stay? Right. Right. Have them continue to help me run it, continue to grow it, continue to scale it. Is that something or, you know, and it's not to, I hate, I don't like to knock people's businesses ideas. I Mm -hmm. I hate doing that, but also I'm not going to be the one to ever lie to you guys and just say it's okay. Right. Right. There's a lot of businesses who are, that are extremely unscalable, Mm. unscalable. Kind of like you had mentioned one time, like the person who does like customized sneakers. Right. It's it's just not scalable because it's tied to time. Right. And it's time and it's tied to scale. Yeah. So if it's tied to time and it's time to scale, then when are you ever going to have the opportunity to train somebody, scale mm-hmm. it up, 
more people. And then if the margins alone are low, how are you going to pay them? How are you going to make money off their portion? Right. right? These are real things to think about, but you will come off like a jerk if you say out the gate, but it's like, I'm tired of that, bro. I don't care anymore, bro. (laughs) Like I'm tired of this for real. Like I'm at the point now where you and I have been doing good to the community and we're going to continue to do good. This is like a PSA for me, right? I'm going to continue to spew this information. I'm going to continue to give it to everybody, but I'm no longer in the state where I'm just going to be complacent about it or be like, you know, or like beg everyone to do it. Right. Right. We need to start taking real steps to understanding the business, understanding if it's scalable and removing emotion from the equation. Right. And emotion has nothing to do with this. Mm -hmm. I don't care if this is your baby. There needs to be other people involved in it. Right, right, right. Or, or it's going to die. Or right. do you want your baby to die? Right, right. right? Or it's going to die. Like, it's, it's stuff like that. So as I'm getting more and more now, and I'm starting to get people who's really listening, and they're starting to be like, yo, bro, like, you know, I, ha- I had a convo with one of my buddies from, from back in the day. He just hit me. And we, we were cool, but then he's also a fraternity brother. Mm. And he hit me up, and he was like, I won't mention his name or anything, but he's like, yo, man, like, my pops has a hitter of a business. And he's just so stuck in his ways. And I'm like, bro, then you have to have a conversation with him and tell him, get out the way or you have to leave. Right. It's just that simple. Yeah. yeah but he's old school. He likes to touch everything, feel everything, touch everything, feeling everything is incorrect. That is a loss. You're, that's mm-hmm. not a win. Right. And that's not me saying this. This is every single businessman that's ever worth. Uh, and I'm like at the beginning of my businessman journey. Right. 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 And, and I'm reiterating these things that the legends, that the greats, that they, they, they have a blueprint for us, mm-hmm. right? So giving up the percentage in your company early, becoming, you know, essentially a, a, a worker to returns versus a worker to the growth of a company, detriment, right? right? Owing somebody and, and putting yourself into um, mental stress, right? Because I talk about this a lot. There's financial burdens and then there's mental burdens. Not being able to sleep at night when you need to make a payment. Right. right. Is you're you're gonna start cutting corners, you're gonna start doing all of these things. But the dope part about bootstrapping is that you could just be honest with the client, man. Just be honest. Hey, you're my first client, but I promise I'm going to work 24 hours to make sure that this is the greatest thing for you. And all I'm asking in return is that if you like it, you do feel like it's the best, man. You just tell 10 of your friends. Mm-hmm. I'm just asking, please. Just I, I'm not asking for no handouts. Right. I'm asking for a real shot. And if I deliver on that shot, bro, I need 10 of your friends to be involved as well. And like that's what bootstrapping really is. And now you have a base of 100. And it's like, okay, well, now I can get a computer. Right. <laughs> I remember, I, I remember, man, it was like, uh, it was like, you know how uh, when rappers sign a deal? Yeah. They, uh, they get like a chain. Yeah. So <laughs> I never forget this, man. Teller, tellers and I, uh, we were feeling good, man. We were closing deals and we just had a convo. We were like, yo, our computers are slowing us down, bro. We, we need some better computers. And we sat there was like, bro, let's go. And we went to the store. We went to Best Buy, bro, and bought these two nice HP computers, mm. bro. I mean, we still got them to this day. I yeah. never get rid of them. Yeah. Like super dope, like with the touch screen. Yeah. It was like real nice. I was like... <laughs> And, bro, we felt like we made it because we were just in the trenches not spending a dollar on anything. Right. Because I'm like, no, no, we don't have proof of concept. Bro, we have money in the bank. I don't care. Proof of concept concept (laughs) isn't there. We need more money. And then it was like we finally got more, and then we got the the computers, and then we got an office, and then we got tables for everybody. And then 
you know, we brought people in slowly and we were just honest, like, hey, I'm not going to buy nice desks for everybody. Right. I, we don't have the money. And even if we did have the money, I'm not buying yeah. it. <laughs> like, and it is what it is. And, and, and we built from the ground up. And that's, and that's so dope, man. Being frugal up front yeah. and just being real and understanding that you need proof. And now that we have proof, the idea he and I are working on right now, right, is, is, and it's dope because there's not a single thought in my mind that I'm not going to get funding for it. That's right. why it's like even more energetic. Yeah. It's like I'm, I'm out here with, um, we turned like the office into like, you know, I'm like a little kid. Yeah. We yeah. turned the office into like a creative space. So it was like crayons and pencils and <laughs> all of this stuff everywhere. And we just been drawing out yeah. the next concept of what we're trying to do. And like, we, we just hit our banker. He was like, yeah, cool. Send me your three years of tax returns because we're more experienced. Mm -hmm. Send me three years of tax returns, three years of personals, you know, X, Y, and Z, your profit and loss from, from whatever, what, you're, what you've done so far in the first quarter and then how much you want. And then we'll just figure it out. And and that's it. And he's like, he's like, tell us, just put the executive summary over there and I'm going to read it and it's going to hit and transfer certainty. Right. Hey, we've never missed a payment. Here's all the other things that we've done. Here's assets to show. Right. And it just, bro, life is life is very easy on the other side when, when you take the steps and nobody has ownership in us. That's fine. Yo, bro, I'm so excited for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so, <laughs> like, this stuff gets me so hyped. And that's how I know, like, I'm on the right path. Like stuff like this, just the game itself. You know what I mean? Being creative yeah. with what you have. Like, okay, we're gonna do this with this, and on this business, we're doing like it's so gets me fired up. You know what I mean? That's why I, I really like love doing this podcast because it gets me back in that creative zone. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. That, I'm I'm hyped for it, bro. Yeah. I think I think we're gonna do phenomenal. I just want people to start. Yo, tell your friends about us. Right. Right. And the reason why we're trying to do it this way, we haven't put out any ads. Mm -hmm. We're not, we want to do it organically because we're trying to build with people who's going to help us build. So the right. same thing I'm telling you guys to do is what we're doing right now. Exactly. Right. Malk and I are building this from the ground. I wish you guys could see my setup. I, yeah. I can't take the camera <laughs> off, but like it's, it's the most basic of setups, man. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be genuine. I'm going to be transparent. And I know I come off blunt, but that's just a part of getting to know me and you realize that I'm blunt because I actually care. I deeply care. Right. And I just want to make sure that other people are good. So I think, I think this journey is going to be dope. And, and, and if we get 10 of you to tell 10 of your friends Facts, and those man. 10 tell 10 of your friends, that's how I want to grow. You know what I mean? So with that being said, I think that's all to be said there. Um, I yeah. hope you guys take the, take uh, the information in this episode and apply it, apply it to what you have, apply it to your business and your mindset as well. This has been The Real Revenue Show. I'm Malcolm. This is Andre. Our information, where you can reach us, is in the description below. And don't, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, we will appreciate if you leave us a rating and a comment. And, yeah, peace. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.